This is Neon Radio, episode 158, exploring the deeper world around us with your host, Nick Onkin. Welcome to Neon Radio. I'm your host, Nick Onkin, fashion and lifestyle photographer for today's top brands, performers, and game changers. On this podcast, we explore the body, mind, and soul of the creative entrepreneur, bringing you inspiring guests to help take your creativity, business, and life to the next level. What is up, my Neonites? Nick Onkin here, your podcast host. And today I'm going to do a little fun solo freestyle talking about exploring the deeper world around us. And it's something that I have been on quite the journey over the last, well, a couple of years now. And you've probably seen me on Instagram mentioning it, talking about it, but just going through a super dark dark time over this last year. And I think we have to go through the dark times to really experience the light times. And I think if you go through dark times, knowing that you're going to get through it, knowing that you're going to get through things, I think you will. You have to have that that gusto, if you will, or, or hope is uh, something that that comes to my mind. But for me... I want to just talk to you guys about something that I went through last year, what I come to know as a dark night of the soul. And it's an interesting ride. I had no idea, never even heard of it before. But a dark night of the soul is really kind of like a spiritual depression where you can't find meaning in anything. It's what Eckhart Tolle says. It uh, describes as a a deep interruption, eruption into your life of a deep sense of meaningless and I totally felt that last year and and I I was on this journey to discover that because I think coming through it now I'm in a much much different space and I've dif- discovered some different modalities to get through it and the, I feel much deeper and much better as a person because of it and last year I just was I found myself in a in a hole trying to figure out what was left what was right and there's so many different things that can trigger a deep night of the soul. For me, it was going through a breakup. It was it was navigating and recreating, or not necessarily recreating, but evolving my career and finding meaning in a different space of that. I think a lot of my self-worth back in the earlier times of my career was really found in who I was shooting, what I was shooting, which brands I was shooting for. And there was a point where that kind of fell to the wayside and it was something that didn't really grab me anymore. And I think business went down, which affected me emotionally. And I think from those different things, the dark night of the soul kind of came about. One of the first books I read coming out of the, the that breakup was uh, Eckhart Tolle's A New Earth, which really shed light into the idea of ego versus awareness and the idea that like of of our ego identity is who we are here on this earth but that's not necessarily who we are as a spirit and a soul and that was the first trigger and the second one was watching the the Jim Carrey documentary Jim and Andy where he talks about he's being interviewed about filming Andy Kaufman Man on the Moon it was a number of years ago but it cuts back and forth between behind the scenes footage of him on set but also interview with him talking about it, which was super fascinating. And there was one point in the movie 
where he gets he they they finish the filming. So Jim Carrey's an, a method actor, and he becomes the character on and off set. So he became Andy Kaufman on and off set, and when he finished filming the movie he came to this point where he was like he had to go back to being jim and then he was like well who is jim jim is just this ego identity that's a set of beliefs and a set of experiences and a set of recognitions and accolades but that's not really who i am and so that's kind of what that documentary was about but really really triggered this like thought process for me around that whole idea and of of what's out there that's what's under what's in the matrix really i mean where we are all in like a matrix where we've made up this world and there's there's something deeper around us we can all feel it we're all trying to describe it you know i think the book sapiens was also another interesting read for me from an anthropological perspective because it talks about how different religions were created all across around the globe at different at the same time but nobody knew of each other's religions and i mean to me that just shows that like everybody's trying to explain the same thing this connection between us as humans and the greater power god the universe whatever it is out there that exists and it's fascinating to me so i've been really really kind of diving down that rabbit hole. And I, I did uh, five of Mio DMT, which is a psychedelic, which was amazing, but it also created a big contrast for me coming down from it afterwards of like seeing, you know, seeing the, the spiritual world around that the universe and energy, whatever that means out there and really like questioning what uh it just brought into deeper question uh what i was already on the on the thought process too which led me into the dark night of the soul where i was questioning the meaning of anything here and slowly getting through it i discovered i've I've been meditating for a long time but then i discovered breath work which has been huge and you can transcend into different states like holotropic states of consciousness which the lsd researcher stanislav Grof coined and it's it's hollow means wholeness and tropic means moving towards so you're moving towards holotropic states means moving towards wholeness and there are different things different modalities that can take you there breath work being like a, a huge catalyst breath work is something that we all have breath breath is something we all have breath work is something we can do anywhere anytime any place and for me it was a huge integration piece and i had even similar psychedelic experience just from breath work not only that, like you get that that spiritual experience, but it's also very healthy for your body. It pumps your body with oxygen, many, many other things. For me, also working out was a huge thing and, and keeping up with that. And then I just I discovered Joe Dispenza, his book, Becoming Supernatural, last summer as a complete fluke recommendation from Audible. Thank you very much. And that book changed my life. It's I basically describe it as the science behind woo. All that woo-woo stuff that we all hear about, the crazy weird spirituality, you know, for me, like growing up in a very religious home, I need concrete science and research behind anything that I can get behind. And for me, Joe Dispenza's book was exactly that. He, He really takes a lot of these like way out there concepts spiritual woo-woo concepts with like chakras and all these different things. And he brings the science behind it. He, he scientifically explains 
how thoughts, our energy, and the energy turns into matter, which is like our body and like how the feelings, how feelings of high vibrational emotional frequencies will heal your body and low vibrational emotional frequencies like anger, resentment, judgment, things like that. If they're held in your body, they become toxic. They release toxic chemicals into your body and could lead to death, lead to cancer, things like that. And it's there's so many studies that have shown this and it's been very powerful. So some of the other modalities, things that I've kind of gone through, Michael Pollan's book, How to Change Your Mind, was yet another amazing book for me because it was it brought this whole scientific background and research and all the benefits that around psychedelics like magic mushrooms, LSD, ayahuasca, MDMA, things like that. He comes at it, he's a scientific food journalist and he comes at, he does a whole book on psychedelics and psychedelic research and it actually kind of turned into this whole spiritual discovery for him. He talks about his firsthand experience of of interviewing 15 to 20 different facilitators for each psychedelic, each medicine. And he went with one and describes his journey going through that, which was quite incredible. And then he also talks so much about set and setting and how that is such, it makes such a huge difference in the experience and how much you can let, the more you can let go, the more that let you let the medicine do its work and it works your subconscious. And they're seeing how much all these, like especially psilocybin mushrooms are being used now to treat PTSD and depression because really what it's doing is pulling you out of your default mode network in your brain. You know, that little loop that negative loop that you get stuck in that just goes down and down and down and down and down. Every time you think that becomes deeper neural nets, your, your neural nets get bigger and it makes you think about them more, which puts you more down in a hole of negative thought, which ends up becoming depression when you're reliving something or PTSD when you're reliving something in your brain. Psychedelics are helping to rewire your brain and you can get there. You can also utilize breath work and meditation. Some of these other modalities to help you get out of that state or help you get out of your head, really. As I, you know, I, I've always been a person that's been in my head and it's been huge. I, and then I recently started, after I read that book, I became more open. I became more open to the idea of psychedelics and psychedelics is medicine, plant medicine, not as, as a drug or because I've always grown up with drugs are bad. And I, there are certain categories of what I do believe drugs to be bad and because they're addictive and they destroy you. But plant medicines like these actually create a deeper sense. They're healing, they're healing and they like help you get through your subconscious. And what a lot of these things are doing is help you helping you unlock traumas from your subconscious, bring them to the conscious so that you can work through them. And that's the huge ticket, right? Because not 5%, just 5% of our, our, our thoughts, our, our, the way we operate are, is conscious. The 95% it is unconscious wiring us. It's, a, it's a, our programming of how we were brought up and like the belief systems that we were brought up in. And we don't ha- necessarily have to believe those, but they are wired into our subconscious. So the only way to really get around that is to go utilize different modalities to rewire that and to create shifts and and those types of things. So I started doing psilocybin mushrooms, magic mushrooms, which I kid you not have been some of the most beautiful experience. So we have a psychedelic therapy playlist uh, that we found, which we'll, I'll link up on the show notes here. But that is the journey. And definitely, you know, take this with a, a 
you know, a grain of salt in terms of, you know, work up. You have to measure the dosage, set setting, create the context, create intentions. We write down intentions for the medicine. We have the playlist. We do it right here in my in my living room and create the setting. You can see it here. But really set the context around it and really create a space where you feel safe and let the music take you for a ride. I love doing these uh, with my buddy Connor, Connor Beaton over at Mantox. He's got a great podcast if you want to check that out on exploring all kinds of, of healing modalities. We all have our we all have our traumas from growing up and we all have like this little inkling of our higher self. And the more we can live within that higher self, the deeper and the more self-expressed and the more free that we can live, I believe. And when we can live more in that state, then that's we can be that's when we're being who we actually truly are. But we got to get through all the bullshit. We got to get rid of all the bullshit and closing that gap between our who we are here and like what our higher self is is the actual gap, right? That's like that's where we want to be and I think a lot of these modalities help us get from that because all of our subconscious programming from our trauma takes us from that. It keeps us it keeps us from living in our highest self and living in a higher vibration. And then when we live in a higher vibration, we attract all the things that we desire and that we want into our lives. So magic mushrooms have been an amazing experience. I mean, especially with the playlist, it's been some of the most, one of the most beautiful experiences I've ever experienced. And they've, they've definitely helped me subconsciously and mentally get through things and that and another, some other things too is different heal, energy healing modalities that that different healers will, can help you release energy blocks because energy gets stuck in our bodies, which can create creative blocks that I know it has for me over the last couple of years. Creative blocks and just blocks from a lot of things from being open and free. So guys, explore the world. Go out there and be the best possible version of yourself Go out and live in possibility. And you know what time it is? Oh, yeah. Time, actually. Just to remind you to go over and jump into the Facebook community over at neonlife.com slash community. That's N-I-O-N-L-I-F-E dot com slash community. These show notes, we'll have these show notes up for you as well with some of the links. And you know what time it is. It's time to go out. Oh, yeah. One more thing. Almost time, not quite time. I would love it if you could go over to the app, Apple Podcast, where you're listening and uh, leave a good review, rate it and review it. Leave a great review. I would love that. It was such help to get the word out there and share with you guys. Got some more really amazing guests coming up. Yeah. Okay. Now, now it's time. Now it's time. Go out and create your life by creating every small moment. And we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.